you manage to cross and uh, you make your way for Labaxedo, which is a small city with an old 7th century fortress over an old medieval fortress over a bishopry over an old Roman fort that is built on top of a mountain on layers and from there you start asking around about Yona's family that they have people that move it to sand parts and they send you to the village of Bobadelius which is a like 20 kilometers from there which seems to be where Kenyona's family is from and it seems like she was here a few weeks ago and uh, you learn on one of the coffee houses oh yeah they came here they punched the chief of police they to also challenge three different uh, dancers to a fight to prove that she still had got it and uh, Then she played on a football match and she left. That sounds just like him. All right. She went that away. Mm -hmm. So as you walk around, you see that uh, things have changed a lot ever since the revolution, but also not at all. You can see a lot of people that seem to be wearing worn out military fatigues languishing around distributing uh, baskets of food supplies and other essentials and uh, there seems to be a lot of arguments in uh, public places there are a lot of people that are celebrating and cherishing for the previous uh, fascist dictator Salazar and their goons and uh, you can see the a lot of priests that are very afraid that their properties are going to be taken from them and uh, they are being quite open on how they can try to appeal for the popular support for that it seems like things are very tense on the prac so you try to do something here or you move to Bobadelius I mean it might be a good stop here to gather some information figure out why Kiona is doing this if she mentioned it to anyone. What do you think? Oh, man. Yeah, I think trying to get a little color about it isn't a bad idea. Obviously, I think we are sort of uh, lacking other information. I think we're a little pressed for time, so we shouldn't probably linger too long, but I think we should try to figure out a little bit of background information if we can. I agree. I think we could just ask some, not specifically about Kiona, but maybe about big movers and shakers and what's going on with them, because that would be a hot topic in this area if we're close. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right. Let's see if we can learn anything important. Yeah. So tell me how each of you tries to get the information. I think I'm going to do a callback to the first season and go to a place where they sell wine or the wine bar. I can't remember what it's called in Spanish. I'm sorry. Uh, Now you go to a Tasco. Tasco, yes. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to go to one of those and, you know, basically using that magic all speak, going to try and chat up some of the local locals and and just ask, like, what's been going on? What's the local news about? What's the gossip and stuff like that? Okay, and what are the others doing? I think I'm going to... I got... Hmm. I got turned around in my own head there for a second. This is a... I mean, this is a fascist country, so are there, like, military checkpoints or anything like that kind of in this area? Are there, are there uh, like, areas of local bureaucracy where Kenyona might have had to, like, check in or make herself known? in some way remember we're we're no longer in the fascist country we are now in a country in an ongoing revolutionary project oh Pluto. yep okay okay never mind well i mean then i mean like i guess like st- still are there elements of bureaucracy that like ken yona would have like you know at some point uh like interacted with that might have record of it um i'm i'm the affirmation chief of police that got punished. The, the wait, the, the what? 
the aforementioned chief of police that got punched. Uh, that would be a, probably a pretty good place to start. Um, I'm mostly trying to figure out, like, I'm trying to essentially find a paper trail if I can that would essentially create like a timeline of of her of her time here. That's what I'm that's what I'm looking to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, what is gender doing? All right, Lou. I've got a question about the culture of these people, a question I don't know the answer to, but it's one of the most important questions mm-hmm. when you're trying to learn something new culture. Mm-hmm. Who gossips, the men or the women? Everyone. Okay, perfect. <laughs> yeah, the only difference is at which time of the day. I was about to ask, during this time of day, who's gossiping? Uh, during the day, it's at this time of the day, probably going to be a man. Perfect. Uh- In coffee houses and the bars and Tascos. Perfect. John Doe is going to go into the nearest coffee house. Mm-hmm. Find. I am looking for in every public place. You can see that one group of people who clearly know everything, have an opinion on everything going on in town and know everything. Mm-hmm. I'm going to buy them each a cup of coffee and whatever. Or if they, if it's not purchased, I will make them each a cup of coffee and whatever the coffee house snack of choice is. And I'm going to sit there. And when the opportunity becomes ripe, I will ask about Kiona there. All right. So very important question. So uh, which of you speaks Portuguese? <sighs> John Doe probably does from his previous life. Uh, Johnny might know a, a few like key phrases, but that would be about it. Mm-hmm. So, do you know any France? French, gender? Absolutely. At this time period in history, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Berserker, you have no problems talking in, and they are actually quite surprising that you're talking to them in Mirandese, and they welcome you in, and uh, the people there, they seem quite distressed. They were very optimistic. Their kids were coming back from the exile and from being sent to die clearing mines for colonial wars for the same fascist empire that occupied them and promoted their genocide. But things are soaring now that there seems to be this indecision and stasis that is gripping the ongoing uh, evolutionary process. And there's been to be a lot of uncertainty and fear. And again, they have seen the the goons that the Spanish are sending from the other side. And they are terrified because, again, this is a border town. This is literally going to be the first place to be shelled in case the Spanish uh, invade. So they have been victim of fascist rights for a while. Everyone has a story. Or about some terrifying encounter that they had back home, or that happened to someone to them, or how they basically occupied their villages for a few days before the armed forces and the communist militias got there and kicked them out. And that seems to be the thing. There was a lot of optimism. They thought that things were going to be changing, that a new world was ready to be born, but uh, they fear that it's not going to happen. And uh, at this point, they are giving up hope. The only thing, they are seem willing to accept any compromise as long as things don't get worse. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. But nothing on uh, Siana's family or her at all? No. So the, so the talk is about the war right now. Okay. Yeah, so they talk about Kenyona's family. Uh, so they tell you that Kenyona's family, they they are people of the land, that uh, they are not uh, some of the Portuguese settlers. They have been here for a while. And uh, they actually, they made the killing during the... Um, during the fascist regime because they were smugglers. Okay. So they actually made a lot of money smuggling people uh, out of the country and smuggling uh, stuff between the borders between Spain and Portugal. And uh, they are probably some of the richest families in the region, even if they don't seem yeah. The thing is because 
they did not collaborate more extensively with the regime. They were not able to be to basically get part of the landowners and be proper uh, traitor to their peoples. Okay. Uh, but uh, now that the revolution came, it seems like they are in a position to throw around their money. And this is probably why Kenyona was a bit estranged from their family. And uh, you hear that uh, they are actually deep, they have deep ties with the socialist part. Okay. That's it. All right. And no no mention of conflict or anything. Any mention of conflict? Like, you know, big families have uh, other big families that they don't like, you know? Uh, that's the thing. Uh, I guess it's a consequence for being smugglers that the, the, it's usually it's the, the families that they had the problems with. Uh, they were the families that were tied with the church and the fascists and those are laying down a lot mm-hmm. more, or they have run. And uh, yeah, uh, you know that they whisper that if some of the fascist gangs, if they include people that were local, they're gonna have a fucking problem with the with Kenyon's family. Okay, and uh, they might come seeking out revenge, especially if they know that Kenyon is. Bad. Yeah, yeah. All right. Cool. Good. Yeah. And so, Hammerman, so you go to the office of the chief of police. It's three miserable guys. They seem terrifying. And they are kind of hopeful to see an America coming in. They think that you are reinforcements. So they open uh, a bottle of Madeira and, uh, and give it to you as you go around looking for things. And uh, as you're going around, the television is on, and there is this bespectacled small man talking to a crowd, and he recognizes the temporary head of the government, uh, the leader of the Communist Party. And you can see the chief of the police spit at seeing, seeing him. This fucking madman. They should just pull him out. Everyone knows that he's insane. Like, he keeps going on about this nonsense, about taking the church lands and nationalizing uh, all the industry, just making a systematized system of feeding people. This is just just ruining the good name of the country, making it for, for these subhuman people that are not willing to work. This is not for good people. This is not for proper people. Disgusting. How can we let it go this far? You're fixing this, right? Like, I think behind his back, Johnny has just a hand in like a white knuckle grip, just like, I mean, just out of sight and and as unobtrusively as possible. And he makes like an extremely steely eye contact with this man. And he says, that's what I'm here for. So who are you putting in power? Are you bringing the old general back? Or you're putting the socialists in power? At present, uh, it would be imprudent of me to divulge the details of any inner workings that may or may not be going on. But, uh, you know, and Johnny taps the side of his nose, uh, which is not meant to indicate, like, he doesn't mean it to indicate anything. He just hopes that this guy will interpret it as just like, just like the thing that you want. It's that one. Yeah, and he interprets it as that, uh, oh, I see, you're planning another coup, so... Hang on, I didn't I didn't say anything of the kind. No, no, th- this is basically, this is how he interprets. Oh, okay, I thought, I thought you were saying. And he says, so, I know guys, good people, good families, that they are hiding across the countries, they are, they still think that the general is going to go back. So there are these banks of spinolistas that I can tell you where they are. Make them back. You can organize them, you know. Still bit things a bit. So you know that uh, that the Spinola was the previous temporary leader, kind of a compromise leader for uh, the Hungarian revolutionary process. It was 
someone high in the in the army, uh, one of the leaders of the colonial wars. Uh, that was kind of is put into that position because of that. Uh, turns out that made very easy for him to organize a coup, and then he went into exile and tried a coup again. And he's basically running around South America with mercenary bands of deposed spinalistas trying to lick his wounds and maybe come back again. Turns out there's still a lot of supporters of them around here. You know, I know where there are former beat guys and their informants too. We use it to work close with us, of course. And Pid was the, 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 the secret police. You know, you're probably gonna need them because there's a troublemaker that has come back. Maria Canona Pinta. Their entire family is bad news, smugglers, you know. They use it to have the old regime on the payroll, so we just did not cause much problem because, hey, she made the money and then she, we got to share, like the other smaller smugglers, which again, they also prefer because that got on the competition. But, you know, the young ones, they don't have the respect that the old matriarch has. So this king on is going to be a trouble. Uh, so maybe you can round out some boys and scare her out of town. Yeah, I think I could probably uh, orchestrate something like that. Now, uh, you got any information on her? If I mean, just hypothetically, if I were interested in pulling off something like that. Whereabouts, just sort of, you know, general information, uh, if you got any sort of uh, track on where she's been seen, what her plans were, anything like that. I'm just, you know, uh, think of me as a concerned citizen, uh, just somebody who wants to know what's going on. Yeah. And uh, he tells, so people, they live on Bobadellos and they have moved to a new house. There is this... This old house that they had in the Antes, before they were allowed to own land on the village proper, I bet she's probably hiding out there. I have not got there myself, but that's where her parents lived before she left. Also, another hideout is on this old, old castle on on Algamau. It seems like the family has ties there. So if she's not on that village, she'll probably be on Algamau. And so maybe you can look there near the castle. There are all kinds of old ruins and cave systems there. Certainly. I mean, again, not that I'm looking for, her, but uh, I will say that seems like sort of a pretty broad uh, area to sweep. Has anybody uh, seen her around, seen her up to anything? Uh, you know, maybe anybody that I might be able to ask about. Well, I bet she has contacted anyone from her family. They probably can tell you which of the two locations she, she went to. It's not a bad start. Hey, uh, now all these, uh, sorry to change the subject, uh, these folks you said who might be looking for, um, a little bit of gainful employment in the, uh, in the near future, uh, yeah. You think you could provide me with, uh, you know, uh, some names, some contact info, some locations, something like that. Uh, not here and now, uh, of course. I'm just saying. Uh, I'm just saying. Do you think that you would be capable of doing something like that? You're going to Bobadellos, right? Sure. So one of the big families there. The one of their kids, good guy, Augusto Freireza. He was a PID member, pretty junior. Not many people. Well, everyone knows, but you know how it is. So just contact them and uh, tell them that the chief late sent you and he'll know that you are trustworthy and he can, you know, forward you to other good people that still celebrate the name of the general Spinlo. That's a, uh, that's good to know. Um, any others or just them? Well, it's a small village. That's the only trustworthy man that I know there. Well, uh, Chief, this has been, I would say, a very productive conversation, and uh, I really do very much appreciate the help. Um, 
Johnny is making a mental note uh, to, I don't know if this, this Agoso Freyresa person is going to come up later in the arc, but if not, Johnny's going to be, Johnny's going to be looking in on him later. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think he uh, sort of excuses himself and starts to head back to, I assume we picked a point to, like a place to rendezvous. Uh, so he starts heading back over there so that he can share what he knows. Yeah. So, you meet to the coffee house, and uh, a lot of the people here, they are migrants. They are people that they had to journey to work on the slums of various European capitals to escape the genocide, and they have been tickling back over the last years and found that the, the return has not been as good as they expected so far. So there's a lot of disparate people, and... Um, you know, a lot of them, they speak French, so it's very easy for you to hold a conversation. So what are you asking about? When it's up, when, again, when it comes up naturally in conversation, uh, so I don't make it paranoid because there's good reason to be. Um, John is going to ask about, not about Kiona at first, and then about what else is going on in the region. What's everyone complaining about? You know, who's who's making trouble? Stuff like that. As soon as you mention Kinona's name, there's this photographer that approaches you. Hey, my name is Jeremy. Uh, I think the Kinona you mentioned is my my cousin. I look at Jeremy. Do I see a family resemblance? No. Well, hi, Jeremy. It's nice to meet you. Yeah. So, so, you're, so yeah. And uh, she's first cousin to, to my girlfriend, Maria Gato. Oh, okay. Well, Jeremy, it's generally a pleasure to meet you. Hi, I'm John. Hi. Uh, so, where are you from? I uh, I consider myself a citizen of the world, but spent a lot of time in America and all over South America, Europe. Pretty much been on every continent except Australia. Mm. Oh, you are one of us. You're someone's cousin too. Are you a Mirandese too? Uh, no, I'm, I'm not Mirandese. I'm just a friend of Kiona's. Huh. Friend, friend, or like, 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 genuine friend. We work together. Mm. Yeah, I heard that she's back, but I still have not met her again. I mean, I'm sure you'll run into her. I mean, hopefully, we'll both run into her pretty soon. Um, you want some coffee? Yeah, thanks. So, and uh, there's something on the radio. So. What do you think of the whole situation? What the trouble that we have going on here, right? Uh, yeah, it's it's rough. I mean, there's a lot of potential. Yeah, I mean, a lot of us that are across the European economic zone, we are very interested to see things going to normal. Maybe if Portugal comes back and joins in, it's gonna be good for all of us to make. For our conditions in our host countries and come back. If you heard about this guy, and there's a voice going on on the radio nearby, Suarez. No, uh, tell me about him. So he's the leader of the of the Socialist Party, and he is being endorsed by by the European Union, uh, the Solidarnosc the Polish Solidarity Party, basically the big shots of the the European Liberal Project. Right, uh, Wojciech's party. They, they pick at that. Yeah, 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 Wojciech's party. Uh, they they are recommending him, and uh, even Eric, Eric Kissinger said that uh, he's the only guy that has any future in Portugal. Uh, and you know that if Kissinger is backing him up, he cannot be that bad. Out of character, because I would not So, ah, so Kyoto left her family because they're fucking libs. Uh-huh. <laughs> they're fucking libs. Again, in Portugal, social- libs are called socialists. Because <laughs> it's a revolutionary country. <laughs> I was about to say it. <laughs> Yeah, like, John Doe is using all of his spy training to be like, did you just say something nice about Kissinger? Um, but, 
I digress. John Doe is very accomplished. Oh, really? Uh, so, I mean, that you know, there's potential there. Uh, I've heard good things about the local... I mean, I've heard good things about the uh, European communities. Uh, so are you and your family local? Well, yeah. Uh, well, I was born in Paris. Uh, so my my father, he came from here. He come from uh, Algamal. You don't know if you know anything. So the family, they used it to be the lords of the place back when, uh, back when, you know, when this whole thing was more. And uh, uh, still the, their family remained very influential on the, on the place after the conquest. And uh, after this became church lands, that again, they still remained people of the land and uh, keeping people safe. But they eventually, they had to run away to France. Oh. And I'm hoping to come back. Yeah, I mean, that's fair enough, I guess. Everyone should uh, have a chance to reclaim what is theirs. Uh, if I wanted to check in with Kiona's family to see if they'd met her, where, do you know where they're at? Oh, yeah. Uh, do you know the old Almeida's family? No. So, Bobadelius, it was it to be a newish fa- a village? Basically, there's there was a lot of smaller hamlets that they were basically forced to be cleared by the fascist regime and the people that remained that worked for the new landowners that were providing food for the regime to export they either live near the the rail the railway or on a tiny corner where they kind of slammed in on Yantes. So the thing is, the Almeida family, they basically ran out of town. Uh, they they sold their stuff to the to the junta for a symbolic price, basically enough for them to grab everything and leave the country. So the people bought land and it, they were able to actually find proper houses. So most of the village is new, but uh, in this family, they they bought the Almeida's old house, so they basically they live in the oldest estate in the territory. Well, except the you know the territories of the two other landowners. The those families they still stay there. The Ferreira still remain there with their cattle, and uh, the Ferreira Betancourt they still remain there with their wheat and pigs. Keep complaining that. There's not money to be made because they cannot export this anywhere, but they still cling to what they have. Other than that, everyone's playing nice. They are deathly afraid that, uh, well, they are deathly afraid that the company is going to show up one of these days and take out their farms. Uh, wouldn't want that to happen. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't see why they are complaining. The only reason why they even have a train station for them to send their grain to the capital is that uh, the communists kept it open. Yeah, that's how most people work with government. They uh, they love it when it helps them and hate them when it inconveniences them. No, that's not much of a government, if you ask me. But again, going to change with Suarez. All right, Jeremy. Uh, thanks so much again. Uh, it's super nice. We'll have to meet up in a little bit after I find Kiona. Uh, see you around. Yeah, see you around. I'm probably going to go to Bobadillo's later. All right, perfect. Maybe we'll run into each other there. And then John gets up and goes to the same established meeting place. Yeah, so the three of you gather up. What do you do? Well, after a brief re-exchange of information... Including John Doe saying the line. So, folks, I figured out why uh, Coyota ran away. Don't leave me hanging. Uh, turns out her family are libs. They, uh, they're not super excited for the ongoing revolution. Johnny has a look of open disgust on his face. Johnny, you stepping something? Sir smells like I did. But uh, I met her cousin's girlfriend, her cousin's boyfriend. And he uh, caught me up on a lot of it. You got, I found out, according to him, she's probably going to Baba Davis. If anyone uh, has counter information to that, or else they want to volunteer. 
Yeah, I did actually get some uh, some information that might suggest otherwise. Um, went and spoke to the the chief of uh, the chief of police. Uh, lovely, lovely person. Um, he mentioned that uh, she could be hiding out in one of a one of a couple places. Um, she could be hiding out with her family at their at their home, uh, or um, there is a uh, there's a castle nearby. Um, it's got a lot of ruins sort of just around the area. A lot of good places to hold or to hold up. Um, he did say that maybe her family would know where she might be, uh, where she might be hiding, knowing now that her family and her don't get along quite so well. I don't know how accurate that is, but he's probably onto something as far as, you know, sort of the general area she might be hiding in. <sighs> Uh, from my conversation about the smugglers, did I get any, like, did they reveal any paths that they take or any caches that they, old caches that they used? Or. Yeah, you learn of uh, a lot of, uh, a lot of meeting places about Dryanus, and, uh, which, you know, they are pretty abandoned now, but you figure that if she wants to travel across the region and notice, she's gonna be using them. Yes, I found out that uh, Kiana's family was uh, smugglers, and they, they smuggled people, so we should probably be checking their caches if we can find them. She might be hiding out there. Well, I think it's... Do we split the difference here? Some of us go check out the caches, some of us go directly to town. I'm game to go check out some caches. I guess I, I I don't know if I should go to town because I I don't know. John's going to wait. Can I propose an alternate version of this plan, please? Sure. Joachim is quite literally. And I don't mean the to to. Uh, oh yeah 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 yeah. I see where you're going with this. Lessen yeah, your is. impact, Johnny. Joachim is quite yeah. literally the woods yeah. person. Look at That's that. A great point. Joachim, can I? Can I eat this moss? Probably not. Okay. See, uh, why don't the why don't me and Johnny go into town? <laughs> <laughs> I like I like just like I don't know. Probably not. Okay. Uh, and you look. Uh, if we run into danger, uh, the code signal will be a flare of some sort. You can create one via magic. Johnny ha- probably has some in his little fanny pack. Mm-hmm. Uh. And I'll make one happen. And what if? What is the signal uh, if we find her? Two flares in rapid succession. Okay. But be careful. Make sure you're not surrounded by like dry grass or anything. All right. All right. Uh, if we haven't found her in a day, let's meet back up uh, at that landmark. It's probably a rock. At that rock that looks kind of like uh, Henry Kissinger. <laughs> that looks kind of like Henry Kissinger. <laughs> the twist. It is, in fact, Henry Kissinger. <laughs> the rock was Henry Kissinger. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's in perfect rock makeup. It's that scene from The Hunger Games. All right. We split up, gang. I guess this is... This is going to be kind of a contested overcome to see who can find her so that we can see which of the three is right. All right. I'll roll first because John Doe is just going to like, this is going to begin just looking. Uh, he trusts, and I'm going to argue principle of the team here, because John Doe knows his teammates pretty well. And wherever Kiona is going to be, it's not going to be hard to find her. She isn't exactly stealth mode, and that's not a problem. So with that in mind, I'm going to roll principle of the team with intuition, uh, banter, and a d6. So two d8s and a d6. I got a five. All right. uh, Joachim kind of debating between using magic and insight. I know awareness would be one of them. Uh, They're going to use magic. Magical lore. Because those caches are going to be pretty hard to find, or they wouldn't be good caches. Caches, whatever. Never pronounce that. 
Uh, it's cash, but don't worry. I found that out after, as a young teen, accidentally saying cash aids to a group of older D&D players I was writing my first game for. Uh, so I will not, uh, I will not give you a hard time. Well, they get lost. They get super lost. There, I think they are now lost. The energies of the land and you don't mix. Yeah, the land does not betray her. <laughs> the spirits of land go. Are you calling me a nar? <laughs> <laughs> are you literally trying to be a soul cop right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, I, I keep telling you I'm not a cop. I am looking for my friend. <laughs> yeah, say whatever you want, officer. I fucking hear you. I see what you're doing. <laughs> if you're a paladin, you have to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Just show me your fucking badge number and identification, officer. Where's your warrant? If you ain't got a warrant, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now it's time for Highwaymans. <laughs> And we all don't find her. <laughs> Perfect. I'm going to use uh, principle of the tactician and precognition. Essentially, like Johnny's doing that thing where he's looking at the possible futures and he's essentially narrowing it to like, these are conversations that I can have with people in town that will have positive outcomes that guide me towards finding Kenyona. I got a four smack in the middle of my two compatriots. It's all going real good. We're so good at this. John Doe wins. John Doe always wins. John, John Doe rules. John Doe. <laughs> the master of the vibe. Check. Yeah. You fools. You don't trust the vibes. The problem is that I didn't I didn't believe in the vibes hard enough. Yeah, don't trust the vibes and the vibes will train you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And you figure, well, the, mo- the place that makes more sense is that because she's not going to be hiding. How about I going to see her family? Like, I'm going to find her on the way. And you travel to Bobadarius and uh, the, the Almeida's house that now the Pinta have is looming over the village. You go there and you can hear shouting inside and you just hear the, the door slamming and then slamming shut again. And King One is in front of you, lighting a stogie, taking a long time. Hi, Kayona. Hey, Tondo. How you doing? Just had lunch with my family. How the fuck do you think I'm doing? Uh, you want to go take a walk? Yes, please. Let's go. Uh, yeah, you're, the DOS you left your telex with called me. We'll call the, the, the station and me, uh, Berserk here, and Highwayman are here. Oh, you brought the entire gang. I didn't bring everyone. I thought about it. I thought about calling up Voids and uh, Lens Flare and uh, Subrana and making them all come along. I just thought that that would be too many people to travel inconspicuously. Yeah. Do you have a cousin named Maria Gatto? Yeah. Is that inside? I ran into her. I ran into her boyfriend. Oh, Jeremy, that's naughty bastard. He's yeah, he's a little limb. Yeah, he is. So he kept he kept saying he was a socialist. That I guess that means something different. Yeah, the motherfucker believes he's a fucking socialist. <laughs> uh, so what brought you back? Have you looked around? Oh, yeah. I had to come and see how things are. Is it worth it? Not the revolution, but coming back to it. Well, it's making me wonder if the revolution is war. John, we are fucked, aren't they? There's no way we can fucking win this. Your people or the whole world? You honestly don't know. Fuck. My build is uh, not... Uh, do you have Do you have some flares on you? No. Okay, that's fine. Like, my people is not going to make it one way or another, but the prick, Iberia, the world, I don't fucking know. Look. We cannot win this one. 
You don't win the revolution. Revolution is an ongoing act. It's a it's a verb or an adjective. It's an adjective. Not an action that you just will one day suddenly flip a switch and suddenly the world will be post-revolution positive. The revolution has to be ongoing. Yeah, that's the attitude. That's why the, there is no country anymore. It's an ongoing revolutionary process. Literally, they end the name. Right. <sighs> yeah, but, sh- but it sucks. It fucking sucks. I. Because again, yeah, it, it, the clock is ticking. Like there are two aircraft carriers on the Tagus River. There. The, the Spanish king is going to show up that he's the proper fascist fuckboy any moment soon and come right in. Even if there's some kind of negotiation, they're going to come through here. We're going to, once again, suffer the price for living in the border between two empires. And if the Prec fights it out, well, it's going to fight it out. I don't think they can win on themselves. You know that the Prec is deeply involved with uh, the Kremlin, you know? Oh, yeah. It's like all of the leaders of the Communist Party, they spend time in Moscow. They, they're going to be good party boys. It's, it's two superpowers. There's, there's never going to be a cybernetic Prec. It's not going to last enough. Like, they've been lasting so much because, fuck... This is why I joined, because it gave hope. And I, I thought that if the world becomes a place where the, the Chilean project can happen, where the human emancipation project can happen, maybe there could be some hope for us, but I don't think we can win. In fact, the best we can hope it's how to say, we cannot win these battles. We have to lay down. Can we? Is not that already being defeated? Or... Or is that the right thing to do? Or or worse, do we have to try to get some conciliation? Forgive the fucking fascists? Get Suarez or another lib in front of the country to handle the reconciliation? Make good with Moscow and Washington? Because we cannot fight. What do we do? What do we fucking do, John? So we can't fight. We can't. You can't be the mouse that roared all the time. We don't want to reconcile with the fascists. Well, let's ask the harder question. The fascists in your own government or the fascists in Spain's government? Well, the ones that we will be reconciling will be the the war criminals here. (sighs) Otherwise, we're going to have to do something with them and they're not going to go down quietly, I can tell you. They organize a true coup. They organize a third or a fourth. Well... This is a hard one, Kayana. Uh, on one hand, reconciling with the fascists would mean risking them doing something horrible. It would mean risking the idea of the revolution. Not reconciling with them risks things going back to the way they were before the revolution. I think, I don't know. What do you think is the best move? These are your people. This is your home. I'm just an outsider. But you're someone asking for help, so you've got it. I think these people need to fucking go. All these bands crossing the borders, all these companies taking control of our resources. Fuck, even the communists, if need be, they need to go. As you told, we need to decide by ourselves. And there's way too much noise that the quiet divinity of this place is not being heard. I don't even know what's right. But I know that we... I cannot stay here and not do something. Maybe, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe I've been here one week too long already and I should go back to Chile again and fight there where I can actually do something that matters. Kayana. I wish there's something, the small little thing that I could do. First of all, this matters. It's... It falls right into our purview. It's a third world independent country in an on- that needs our help. So guess what? You are doing something that matters. And sure, uh, 
me, Yoke, me, Berserk here, and Johnny might have a uh, proclivity to the fast solution that often leaves people shocked and odd. But hey, you, I know you just had an awful talk with uh, family, but that's the question, I guess. If you could change one small thing to help to better the place, what would you do with the fort with the three of us? And we'll help you. We might not be able to change the whole world, but we can throw one starship fish back in the shore. So, do you have any ideas about how we can help the prick? Nope. But if there's one guy who I can trust to have an idea about how to help people that's both useful and well thought out, let's go catch up with Highwayman. But I'm going to tell you one thing. Suarez is Kissinger's pick, which instantly makes me less likely to trust him. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, Vasco might be a good boy for Moscow, but... uh... He's a real communist. Yeah. And, and, and you see, they are they are trying to paint him as unfit to roll, as clearly suffering from mental illness for wanting to do communism. Look, how often do they call me John Doe mentally ill, and I'm pretty fit to do a lot of things. Kayana, huh? let's go meet up with Johnny and we'll solve something here before we go. Yeah, let's try it. I know it sucks, though. You want a hug? Ah, no, thanks. I I want to break someone's face. In fact, you know, let me show something before we go. And she takes you to a place, the so-called Panthers, that you're pretty sure that it's a bunch of barns and animal pens. But that's when you realize they are homes and there are still a lot of people living there. This is Bobadelius. This is where the people of Bobadelius live. Still live. At the very least, we should be able to take our land back. The Almeidas, they left. I think before I go, I went to kick the Ferreira Betancourt and the Freireza out of town so that the people get, at least get the chance to have a proper home, to have at least a little plot in which they can... uh, grow vegetables, access to water, commons in which they can get mushrooms and firewood. Because we only have what we got from the from the Almeidas and the, it was the leaves with money that bought that and the, they enclosed everything back. We need the, the other two-thirds of the village back. Well then, I think we're going to get it. Well... We'll improvise. And John Doe just smiles. Yeah, and the king on the greens. Fuck yeah. Alright, once we get back to Johnny, I have just set off two flares so that uh Berserker knows where we are. Let's go. Crimson Gold Agonies is an associate of Court Games and D20 Radio. Joaquin Jarv, aka Berserkir, is played by Brent Torreson. They can be found at Copper Credit almost everywhere. Check out their other podcasts, Splinters of Jade and L5R Thriller Actual Play. They are available for editing work. Message them for rates. Johnny Jennings, aka The Highwayman, is played by Sam Sedlachter. They can be found at SGCADelaysec on Instagram and YoungSpaceDead on Twitter. They are largely impressive. John Doe is played by Bradley Hainler. You can follow him at JudgeTheBarbarian on Twitter or as co-writer on Split Roll where he screams his opinions at you. Ludo handles the rest. You can find them at The Lettel and more of her stuff 
stuff as agonizing crimson at Ichio or co-writing Split Row. Sentinel Comics RPG is the property of Greater Than Games and designed in collaboration with Critical Hits. Crimson Gold Agonies is possible through the support of listeners like you. You can support us on Patreon or even better, you can review us on iTunes and you can spread the word because there is no better way to get into a podcast just because a friend told us about it.